101. Satpod 101. You got 100 episodes of us three. Yes. And now we've dumped Scotty. <laughs> Which is funny because we went a long time without having one of us not here, of the three. Right. We were I mean, on a Boris is, is here and there, which is fine. That's, yeah. that's kind of his gimmick. But we were on a really long, hot streak of none of us missing. And then Scotty decided that he wanted to. Make some money at work and pick up some night shifts, and now here we are. Bullshit. Just you and me, but that's okay. We don't care about money. Usually when it's just you and me, we're quick. That's true. Which I like. Snappy. And, and based on Raw this week, yeah. we'll be quick. <laughs> because... very, about the most underwhelming Raw I've seen in a while in that not terrible... No. Not a lot of terrible stuff happening, but I remember sitting, uh, picking my studs and duds, and I was like, none of these are good enough to be studs and bad enough to be duds. <laughs> yeah. It was more booking was the biggest yeah. thing. Like the, the, plan, the planning of the show and how it was right. laid out was just strange, but we'll get to that eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll make our fast lane picks. I believe Scotty sent those in. I think I saw that email. God willing. Um, we'll talk about NXT, which was a great show last week. Yes. The contrast from NXT last week to Raw this week, not even close. Uh, we'll talk about that later. And um, well, but first, you got anything uh, important that you'd like to tell us that happened in the past week? No, no. I uh, was, uh, we had a happy Valentine's Day. Right. I guess it was our post Valentine's Day show, emerging from the creator of our loveless lives. You had uh, heart pizza. I had heart pizza, and boy, did it make me poop the next day. <laughs> heart pizza maybe makes me poop more than round pizza. Well, you were a little disappointed in its lack of actual heart-shaped Yeah, though. it, it kind of looked like if you just had a pizza that they cooked on its side, so it got really flat <laughs> on one end. Okay, yeah. So, like, maybe a half-moon pizza. Sure. I'm, more yeah, I'm with so you. than a heart. Yep. Which was kind of sad, and then I was like, okay, Brandon, you're going to stuff the whole thing in your gut in about doesn't 10 minutes anyway. Yeah. So, Which you didn't it. even end up doing, because you brought half that thing home. I did, and it I sits in our slice. fridge uh, to this very day. We had uh, the trifecta of pizza boxes in yes. our fridge for less than 24 hours. We had uh, a box from three different places, yeah, all stacked up. Pizza Hut, Boston Pizza, and Pizza yes. 73. Yeah, which is, uh, but I finished mine. Oh, no, so it's only two now? Yeah, down oh. to two. And then there were two. I feel like Pizza Hut has the most longevity. Is well, it's on the bottom pizzas, of the stack as well. Which is good. So it's going to stay there. Yeah. Oh, Boston Pizza, if I don't get to it in the next couple days. Write it off. I'm writing it off. That's pizza it. Hut, I swear to God, I'll come back to that thing <laughs> this time next year and have the other half of my heart-shaped pizza. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, I didn't do anything either. I, um, I didn't even play any cool video games in the past nope. week. That being said... Rocket League this is, an exciting uh, is, day. is out on Xbox. I tonight. need to tell you something that Uh-oh. happened that actually also reminds me of something I forgot to do. Yeah. Mere moments. I'm watching Sons of Anarchy before I uh, mosey on over here for the show. Right. And as, for those that don't know, you and me are roommates. Yes. I was watching Sons of Anarchy on your Xbox because that's the Xbox is set up in the main room. Oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, Nothing good. like that. Nothing like that. Because <laughs> I finished it a couple days ago and I wasn't sure if maybe it like had it right yeah. at the tail end of no, that no, episode. No, no, no. That uh, <laughs> Good. Good. that was only to set the premise that I was using your Xbox, and uh, sure as shit, pops up almost right before I leave. 
Rocket League ready to play. Really? Really. That early? That early. Shit. Well, so, I know what I'm doing time when I get home. That's, this is really going to be a quick podcast. <laughs> then. Uh, Rocket League's a great game. It is a great heard game. heard of it, you should look it up because you're going to want to play it. It's Talking Reckless, number four game of the year. Right. That's right. Uh, what was number one? Life, uh, Life, is, Life strange. is Strange. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's good. That's also a good game. Um, I finished Sons of Anarchy in the past week for the first time. Right. So what, what we did, you and I, uh, we made our way through up until about season six originally. Right. And we were caught up with season six, like watching it live essentially. Yep. Uh, week by week, and then we kind of fell off, and both of us never went back until nope. just recently when I right. started watching it, and then you started watching it after. Um, so it's the first time I ever finished the last two seasons. Yeah. The unfortunate part is I narrowed it down to the exact episode, the last one that we watched, uh-huh. and in the very next episode, something like fucking massive happened that so would have hooked us. Yeah, if we would have stuck around one more us. episode. Uh, but it's funny that it did. Anyways, that's a great television program. Yeah. I don't so want to, no spoilers. Uh, you, were, you were happy with how it ended? Yes. Yeah? Yes, Because uh, That is one of those shows, uh, like Dexter, mm-hmm. uh, where they it, it has very mixed reviews at the end. And I get that, uh, and maybe not watching it as it happened week by week, like having to wait yeah. weeks for it, maybe that factors in somehow, right. but- I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a better way for that show to have ended. Okay, that's in good, my mind good. without spoiling. I it. I trust you more than I trust all these yahoos telling think, me, "Oh, don't even bother finishing." I think you'll like it. Good. And apparently now they're filming some sort of like prequel show Ooh. thing that's going to be good. Like Kurt Suter is doing this one as well. So. I wonder who. I wonder if it's about Kurt, Kurt Suter because he starts that show in jail. Right. So now he's out of jail. How's Maybe of jail? Jax's dad is Maybe actually he's in, in there, there too. That'd be cool. I'd be, be in. Cool. Yep. A young Clay Morrow, perhaps. Can't get enough of the old Sam Crow MC. No. No, you can't. It's a good show. Mm-hmm. A really good show. Um, missing anything? No. No. No, that's it. No, we didn't do. I had Friday and yesterday off. Yeah, I have. Work. I have today, tomorrow, and the next day off, and fuck me, am I already bored? I saw you. Your Facebook post about that just before you came in today about having all the things to do that'll take you all of 17 yeah. minutes or something. Just, like and it's like, it's 10 minutes cleaning our apartment and seven minutes, I don't know, like going out on the deck and yelling at kids. Just standing there. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I do? Yeah. And yeah. and then I come back in and I, 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 I'm binge watch like I watched Sons of Anarchy all day today, uh, but I'm... Sitting there, even when I'm watching Sons of Anarchy, it's a really good show. But every time an episode ends, I was like, "Fuck, I should go do something I mean, yeah. like actually productive with my life." But that goes away about five minutes in. I know. Then, okay. then, well, then bless Netflix, just starts the episode. Whether just goes. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't really give you the choice. No. Um, yes, that's good. I uh, I I know that feeling. But that, it's funny because I was just talking to a friend of the show, Mark Majot, right before mm-hmm. he came in, and he asked me. If I did anything on my time off, and I said, nope, I left the house twice mm-hmm. and just literally did nothing. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, how isn't it weird? The older you get, the more proud you are that you are able to do nothing on your time off. Right. Because that's that's the way it is. Like, you, you see in adults, when you ask them what you do over the weekend, and they light up, God, I, I didn't do anything. That's Because they're happy about it, right? So I'm uh, starting to get there, but I'm not fully there yet. Right. For me, it's it's always when I have consecutive days off. It is always do nothing until your last day off before work yeah, or whatever starts, and then I do everything. So, yeah, I had four days to do laundry, and I still haven't done laundry yet. So, no, there's a point Maybe where tonight you, you get <laughs> you get once you get I think more than two or three days off, yeah, you, you kind of just shut down. Yeah, like just, weekend you have a, a system. Like I'm always 
if I ever have a, my weekends are sure. usually Monday, Tuesday, uh, and it's always Monday do fuck all, Tuesday do everything. Yep. If it's three days and it's Monday do fuck all, Tuesday do fuck all, Wednesday do everything. If I have four days off, then it can easily turn into do fuck all all four days. For four days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's true. You so just we'll get see. cocooned up, though. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. You just you, know, you get very comfortable with how these few days have gone. Yeah. And you don't up, want to ruin it now. Watch TV, play some video games, mm-hmm. go back to sleep, repeat. Yeah. That's, that's and that's that's not even one day. Nope. That's like you do that a few <laughs> times per day. In a day, yeah. yeah. No doubt. Okay. Uh, let's jump right into the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Some uh, pretty decently big stories this week. Yeah. Some weird ones as well. I had trouble ranking these in yeah. a readable order because some of them seemed more important but happened a long time ago. That's some the of thing. them seemed super interesting. Yes. Uh, I decided to start with uh, a little retirement watch. Okay. Where uh, we'll start with Wade Barrett, who, according to this, was exclusively one dude on Pro Wrestling Sheet, who I cannot remember the name. Sorry, uh, is reporting that Wade Barrett will not re-sign with the WWE at the end of his current deal, which is scheduled to end this summer, 2016. Uh, neither Barrett or WWE has said anything yet. Obviously, they wouldn't. Right. But. Uh, can you blame him, though, really? No. I mean, he's not going anywhere. He's been treading water for, like, three, four years at this point. It's interesting because I want to know what he makes because it comes down to, is it, oh, you're not using me right. I think I can go do something great uh, with my talents, so I want out. Or is it, you're not getting paid enough? Because at some point, if it's like, well, I'm just not working in very interesting storylines, but I'm still making $100,000 a year. Right. I mean, as someone who does not make $100,000 a year, I would be like, yeah, that sounds all right. I'm okay. going to ride this gravy train out. <laughs> but I, Yeah, and I'd like to think that it's not that, that it's not a money thing, that it's yeah. just I, wa- I wanted to be a wrestler and I don't feel that I'm being used to my full potential here, so I'm going to go elsewhere. And right. hope- McCord, my co-host today, nailed it and said that if this guy goes to TNA, he'd be world champion within three months. Oh, yeah. And probably, right? Yep. They like the British guys over there. They've had Magnus as a champion before. Mm-hmm. And he's of that quality. Quality. Caliber and quality. Quality is the combination of quality and caliber. But he's there. He's up there, right? I think that it's just, I don't know. They just didn't book him, and he faded into yeah. non-existence. And, and then every now and we, then they'd throw him back in with something, and then he'd die. We'd, everything would we die We talked about the whole process of how, specifically you, about how you wanted to feel something for him, and it just slowly got worse and worse. Where it got to the point now where it's just like, I, I don't care that he's... I don't care about him, right? No. So, anyways, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. I got more retirement news. Brie Bella was appearing on uh, Good Morning America with her husband, Daniel Bryan, to discuss uh, Daniel Bryan's retirement and the future. And during the interview, she noted that her retirement was also coming, quote, very close. Yes. Noting that she she thinks it's time to hang up the boots. Didn't put out an exact timeline, but uh, for those that watched the interview, said it seems sooner rather than later. Well, they talked about wanting kids, too, right? You can't really be a wrestler if you... Are pregnant. It's very so, difficult, yes. Uh, <laughs> very difficult. Probably frowned upon by many people to be taking bumps with a pregnant belly. And with Nikki's status up in the air, whether she'll come back or not, mm. they're kind of codependent on each other. Brie more than Nikki, I would say, because Brie is not the most talented of no. uh, ladies. But 
yeah, I, I, I don't have no problem with this. And you know what? She'll probably still stay on Total Divas. Yeah, I bet I you be any surprised. money that she's yep. still on that show and goes through her pregnancy on yep. the show probably, right? Reality TV star for life. Guaranteed. Okay, now let's go to what I think is the most interesting thing, Global Cruiserweight Series. Yeah. The WWE announced the birth of a very interesting new program on the WWE Network. It is going to be called the Global Cruiserweight Series, and we'll have the WWE bringing in sub-205 pound wrestlers from all over the world. Uh, apparently, they are in negotiations with other wrestling companies to get guys just for this this one show. Yeah. Uh, 32 wrestlers are going to compete, uh, which they have not announced structure or format. 32 wrestlers is a very good tournament bracket number. Yeah, that is, I, that is a five-round yeah. tournament there. Um, it's going to be held over 10 weeks at Full Sail University, uh, and it's going to begin the broadcast on the WWE Network on June 16th. Genius, because this is the one thing that people have complained that the WWE has not had arguably ever, but in a long time, is cruiserweight action. Like yep. high-flying, two lucha-style guys going at it, uh, and it's something that you know WCW was really good at, and that's been documented. So why wouldn't they take advantage of this, right? And I saw a report that Triple H commented on it and said that he wants this to be a recurring thing. Like, yep. this is kind of the first annual, and they'll do this every year sort of thing. Good. Genius. Yeah, this is a great I idea. I 100% watch all of this. Even just the concept of putting, a, like, a national, regardless of weight, uh, putting a national, like, a, like a wrestlers from all over the world tournament uh, on the network exclusively, uh, I think people are going to buy the network for that. True. I, I, totally. Even if it's just for the one month, for the free month, whatever, at least they'll be watching it. Yep. And maybe they get hooked, right? This is, I, I love this. Yep. I love this. This idea. is a great idea. Smells of Triple H, I will say. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, let's talk about Titus O'Neil. All right. Let's get into this. This is I feel like, dumb. I feel like this music does not do Titus O'Neil's seriousness of this situation All right. justice. All right. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I don't want to say this is on, uh, on, here with a death, but this is <laughs> some sad shit right, here. Right. Uh, Titus O'Neil has been suspended. This happened last week. I'm actually kind of surprised this didn't make our show last week. It, I don't think it had. Maybe it was happening yeah. as we were recording. Uh, Titus O'Neil has been suspended for, at last report, 60 days. We have heard up. To, we have heard up to 90 days. We're not going to be hearing that. You're not going to be hearing that music for two to three months. Yeah. Uh, After grabbing, he was suspended for unprofessional conduct after grabbing Vince McMahon playfully, I would say. Yeah. Coming out of the Daniel Bryan retirement segment. Seriously, seconds before they go to black. Um, We've heard that the suspension was originally for 90 days. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just to put that in uh, perspective, 60 days is the penalty for your second wellness uh, violation. Right. So, so they're putting drugs. They, this or... was originally 33% greater, I think, than <laughs> worse than, yeah. yes. Um, um, the weirdest thing about this, I, I 100% meant to bring this incident up on the podcast last week. I had it written in my notes. I went back and looked. I had it written in my notes. I just totally forgot to bring it up because yeah. when we were watching this live, not live, but we recorded it and went on the network, yeah. we, you and I rewound it because we saw it happen and we yeah, were laughing. We're like, oh, we're what's like, oh, going that's, on here? That's a weird thing <laughs> to have happen. Like yeah. Vince kind of shoved him and ha-ha sort of yeah. thing. And that's what it looked like upon first glance. But 
Apparently Vince thought it was awful serious. Wasn't a big fan of it. And there's other camera angles now that like from fans that were sitting in that front kind of section just beside the ramp yeah. that I saw today. And you still can't really see the look on Vince's face, whether he is taking it well or joking around yeah. or and granted, I mean he turns around and shoves Titus pretty hard. Yeah. But I just think Vince is the kind of guy that will shove you hard when he's playing around. Like he's not yeah. gonna have he's gonna like, you know, give you a good shot. He's one of those guys, right. I guess. But this is just such a strange, strange, this is weird thing to have happen. Like to suspend a guy for sixty days, which means that he will miss WrestleMania. Yeah. Which okay, Titus O'Neil is not going to be fighting yeah. for the it's world heavyweight in that championship. Battle royal. Exactly. Yeah. He's in the royal, uh, the battle royal, and that that's a extra payday for him, right? Yeah. Because they still get paid extra when they perform on the pay per views. Yep. Specifically, Mania, you get a bit more of a bonus because that's the big one. And now he misses this because he was goofing around. Granted, at the wrong time. Yes. Totally. I'm 100% on board. Yeah. That, that was that's... not the situation to be no. doing anything goofy. No, but to suspend a guy for 60 days for this? Insane. Like, could you not just fine him? Yeah. Give him a, like a hefty er fine, not like yeah. a full like $100,000, but give him a good fifty grand and be like, look, you can't be screwing around like that. And then that still sets the bar for everyone else to be like, yeah, we can't screw around when it's time to be serious. I don't know. I just yeah. think 60 days, even even though that's reduced from the 90. It's still a lot. Is ridiculous. Yeah, it was uh, It was a really weird situation. I remember seeing it on uh, it was a Tuesday morning or, or Wednesday morning, whatever it broke. Yeah. Uh, and being like, well, this is one of the most insane things I've ever seen. And it like just felt like such, this is like Attitude Era Vince McMahon in storyline. Like my, <laughs> my first reaction was I saw the headline. Yeah. And then I looked at the bottom to make sure that it said kayfabe news. Yeah. Because I totally thought that this was just a kayfabe news story that was just being, ha-ha, uh-huh, fake. But yep. it's totally real. It's 100% real. Wow. He uh, sent a text wow. message to the WWE uh, that WWE leaked, uh, or leaked is, leaked makes it sound like an accident. They were, they said, well, no, he sent us this text message saying, I feel like shit, I know it was wrong. If you have to fire me, I get it. And it seems like they said that because... They wanted the general public to know that the superstars know how bad this is. To not, yeah, to not be fooling around. Right, exactly. Like, because you and me being general public, we're like, that seems fucking ridiculous that you wouldn't, like, what we just said, give the guy a slap on the wrist or something and and don't make him miss WrestleMania. And so I think they came out with that text message to be like, look, they knew. They, he, he, Titus knew when he did that, that he was in some fucking shit. Yeah, and I mean, and my thought on the fine thing is more from a uh, outsider looking in standpoint of it just kind of makes them look mean for suspending sure. a guy like that just yep. just because he, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, it, it is what it is. I mean, he still gets to because it got knocked down from that ninety to sixty means that he can still do that UK tour, which is a big money increase for them. If they go overseas, they get paid X amount more. Oh, okay. So he still does get that pay bonus, but he's still missing out on WrestleMania, which yeah. is could be the biggest WrestleMania of all time, which is unfortunate. But Yeah. At the same time, these things are happening to wrestlers that I, as a fan, do not care if I don't see them for a little while. Yep, yeah. Literally every story I've told you so far about yeah. people going away have been wrestlers where I'm like, well, I'm, I'll survive, I think. I think the moral of this specific story is don't ever let Heath Slater pin you on television. That's exactly it. it because makes if you that expendable. happens, then yeah. you're out of there. Yeah. Go on. See you later. Uh, Mark Henry also uh, announced on Twitter that he had a banged up rib. 
which if you were watching Raw, you saw some sort of silliness at the end of that match where it looked like Mark Henry was trying to jump off of Big, uh, Big E's finisher and went down hard, yeah. and then Big E looked at him for a split second and then pinned him, one, two, three, and then that was that. So it looks like he picked up an injury somewhere during that match. Oh, well, uh, Big E did the two Really splash big splashes, things, yeah. So it, maybe it was something there, but... He didn't. He didn't say broken rib. No, I just said Twitter. rib injury. So my ribs hurt. Maybe just bruised or something. Yeah. I mean, rib injuries fucking suck. Yeah. They are the worst. Like if you, you can't breathe, breathe yeah. at all, right? So if it's hurting, you kind of have to crumple because it's just overpowering pain. So, yep. uh, but it did look really weird when it happened. I'm yeah, like, is this is this shoot? Is this work? Because the announcers immediately jumped on it, being like, "Oh, that must be from those big splashes that Big E hit two of them on." So maybe he's hurting. Maybe that's why. He, Went down, but I guess it's just legit, good. Uh, so. Good brushing under the rug by the commentary team. Oh, yeah, and well done, very yeah. well done. Uh, that's kind of all I got. Okay, for uh, for major stuff, you got some. The only news? other thing that I want to talk about was um, uh, I heard uh, I forget where I heard it. To be honest, I'm pretty sure somebody said that Meltzer uh, had talked about Daniel Bryan before this retirement was offered to do uh, commentary as well as be a trainer and turned it down because he wanted to be a wrestler. Right. Um, and now there is a lot of rumors floating around that he is going to be doing some sort of training uh, in NXT in the Performance Center, which I well, think great. is genius. If he wants to stay with the WWE, I think that is the place for him. That it's a is a way where more he viable would... option than commentary. Right. Like, I, I don't – he was obviously no slouch on the microphone – uh, he got that whole crowd behind him, and he played totally. the everyman angle very well. I don't know if he has the sharpness, uh, the wit that a guy like JBL the stepped in there with. Even. Yeah, like he's like, just kind of a dry dude. That, yeah, I mean, we saw in the retirement thing live. He's like, "That's what Bree said." Yeah, ha 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 ha. Like, ah! like that is humor for him, and it's yeah. yeah I, I think I think he is well more off uh, helping the future. By training and showing them. Because, I mean, if he was able to do it, he can get others to do it, right? Like, yeah. to get over and use the crowd. And yeah. he was so good at the little things, and that's what matters most, right? So And I bet you him, William Regal would be happy to have an extra set of hands that he trained. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Because then it's just still Regal's influence, exactly. right? Exactly. Just yeah. through another body. So, yeah, that's good. I hope that, uh, hope that pans out for him. The other thing I want to talk about was... Uh, Finn Balor did give an injury uh, or an update on his injury and said that uh, it was just an ankle sprain, uh, and he said that he hoped to be back on the road this weekend. Oh, so perfect! It sounds like it's good. it's already starting to heal up a lot, which is good. I just hope he doesn't rush into it. No, me too. No need Work to those house shows and then destroy your ankle even right. more. Take as much time as you need. Suck. You are the face of that company. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, uh, awesome Kong. Oh, right. She, she got fired. Yes. She's off TNA and has hinted at a WWE return. There's nothing that the company has said to make that sound like it's going to happen. But We talked, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe three, about this incident that happened between her and Matt Hardy's wife backstage. That yep. There was an altercation and alleged choking and forced up against the wall, yada, yada. So they sent her home and eventually let her go. Mm -hmm. uh, there is no way, no way the WWE signs this woman. She's insane. Right. This is not the first time that the, something like this has happened to her. Uh, there was the whole original run where, yeah, I'm here. Let's do this. Oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. Oh, good. So I think they, once you burn Vince McMahon like that, that yeah. he is... 
Nope. And, I mean, arguably they have Nia Jax, which they can hopefully build into something like Awesome Kong anyway. Sure. So do you really Your monster need heel, yeah. Like, And where does she fit in? Do you put her in NXT? If you sign Awesome Kong, does she go to NXT? Or does she go to the main rock? Like, what do you what do you do with her? I just don't think it's it's necessary, to be honest. Yep. Uh, speaking of biggins, the biggest of the biggins, Big Show, was on the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Yeah. And uh, you and me watched this together. Mm-hmm. And we... I would say from a uh, viewpoint going in, what the name was, we were, we knew Big Show had been around, but I would not have put him high on the list of guests that Austin has had in terms of like, oh, I bet you, I want to hear from them. I bet you they have some controversial stuff to say. Oh, man, he, Paul Heyman's gonna right, be yeah, exactly. Old back and forth, it's gonna be great. Yeah. And then uh, which it was but. right. And then Big Show comes in with a little bit less fanfare, and I thought, uh, and you said the same thing, had one of the better podcasts that they have done on that Austin franchise. Yeah, it's one of my favorites that they've done so far. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, it just seemed really candid. Like, yep. it just seemed like he was just there shooting the shit. There wasn't, not not that the other ones didn't have that, but the other ones, for, for me, still had a certain level of business in there. Right. Whereas it just felt like Show was just yeah. like... Fuck it, let's talk about some random shit. And he was swearing a bunch. Right. And they were, God bless Horrible him, trying job. to hit the uh, <laughs> the sensor thing, but they missed most of them. I'm sure they fixed that now, though. Yes. Um, but. <laughs> but show, uh, I think when, during interviews like this, uh, as someone who does shoot some of these interviews, when people start swearing like that, you don't want them to swear because you can't use those words on on exactly on TV, yep. but when they are swearing, you know they have kind of forgotten that they're on TV. Yes. and those are the best interviews. Mm-hmm. Like Big Show was at the at the amount he was swearing, you knew that he had kind of put in the back of the head that oh we're doing a network feature, and was more being like oh this is a fun conversation, talk about all this yeah. shit. It's just a podcast. Yeah, there's no cameras or anything here. Right. So uh, yeah, I thought it was a really well done. And like you don't realize, or maybe it's just me, but I I. Like knowing that he was in WCW, sure. Mm-hmm. Like I, I knew that he was there and made the jump, and that's cool. But like just hearing him talk about being around guys like Macho Man, and yeah, you forget how old he like is, like Hulk Hogan. And you're like, holy yeah. shit! Like you've been through some real stuff, like, yeah, totally. with some really good guys, and like, yeah, talking about being on the other side of the door when the tank rolled up on WCW yeah. and being like, oh, I so badly want to go out and talk to them. Because <laughs> Triple H apparently trained him, yeah. which I also didn't know. No, and- yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's 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 definitely worth a watch. I yeah. would highly, highly recommend that one. I know we recommend pretty much everything that they do mm-hmm. uh, that they put on post raw, but this one is really, really good. Yes, like just two dudes that are talking about like the the one point where Show tells the story about Austin getting mad at him and in tagging him in the yeah. ring because he pulled up his shorts too right. high. Or something like and then, it's just it just sounds like dudes telling stories of the the good old days. You yeah, know what I mean? Saying how he learned about ring psychology in that match because Austin stunned him seven times. Yeah, and each time he stunned him, the crowd kept getting louder and louder. And this was just Austin ring generaling it right. Like he was being like, "Hey, you're On gonna get fly. up. You're gonna get up, and we're gonna hit it. Kick and, out. Yep, kick out again. Okay, get Another up. One. And we're gonna hit it. <laughs> kick out again. Yeah." And then finally, when he had to stay down, he said it was like one of the biggest pops he's ever been. And this was a house show, didn't they say? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Because I don't remember ever seeing seven stunners. Cold, no. Seven stunners on Big Show, but yeah. maybe it was. But anyways, yeah, it really, really good. Yes. Really good. Highly, okay. uh, highly uh, recommend that one. Okay. Um, that's it for news, right? Yes. Yes. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go uh, directly into the raw then. Now get the cards, the drugs. 
From the Honda Center in Anaheim, California, formerly the Duck Pond. Is that not Anaheim. still a Duck Pond? Nope. Nope. It, they it branded it because it used to be the Arrowhead Duck Pond. Oh, I, I thought once, it was just always the Duck Pond, no matter what the... Nope. nope. Once they sold it uh, from Arrowhead water to Honda, it, it lost. They changed it. Well, that's a shame. It's unfortunate. Uh, for whatever reason, I remember that the Kane and Lita wedding happened in Anaheim. That's a weird thing I, to remember. I don't know why. I just specifically remember that that happened in Anaheim. I know uh, WrestleMania 12 is in Anaheim. Right. That was the uh, boyhood dream has come true. Yes. Yeah. One of the better ones. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that this year. I think I'm going to try and watch all the manias. Good Lord. It's a slog early on. Well, I'm going to do kind of what you did and just have it on. Yeah. No, the, that's how you have to do it. the shitty ones, and then as I get to the better ones, I'll just actually watch those ones. Right. Even the better ones, you're just kind of watching matches. Sure. Because you're like, I don't fucking care about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I've seen most of them. From 20 on, I've seen all of them. Right. So there you go. At least I have that basis of knowledge. But From I still 19 have on. To... That's true. I've seen 19 as well. Maybe 18. I see 18. I Hogan Rock? 18. Yes, I've seen 18. Good. That's Toronto, right? Yep. Okay, so I've seen 18 on. There you go. Good. Good. Seventeen. So 17. 17 is the best one. Good. Uh, Dean Ambrose starts the show. He invites Brock Lesnar to the ring to, quote, get him some. Mm-hmm. He instead gets him some of Stephanie McMahon. That's not bad. Not, That's not bad. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, she puts him in an F5, a fatal <laughs> five-way match. I hope someone missed Raw and was just listening to this. So dumb. <laughs> it just has the mental image oh now. Oh, my before God. Before you drop that of Stephanie McMahon actually giving Dean Ambrose an F5. On the shoulders. Yeah. Spinning, no. Um, yeah, she just like, I, yeah, this is so corny. Just so corny of her to be like, well, uh, F5 because fatal five way. First of all, this it's, it's never called. been called a fatal five way. No. Fatal four way. Yes, yeah. triple threat. Yeah. I've never heard of a fatal five way no. before. So I think they just did that. D- literally, some guy is a writer <laughs> is just like, I got it. It's perfect. This is fucking genius. It's gold. You go out there and say it, it'll be good, but no. No. It came across no. as very cheesy. Yeah. Um, so it's a fatal five-way match for the Intercontinental Championship, which is funny mm-hmm. because just before this match, you and I watching it, I say to you, Dean Ambrose does not like to defend his title a whole lot. Right. Because since he's won it, he's defended it once right. against Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. Uh, he was not scheduled and is not scheduled to defend it at Fastlane. Yeah. And going back to his United States Championship run, which he held for, I think, over a year, defended it all of, what, four times in right. that year. Yes. That's not a lot of title defenses, but then they make him defend this title here. Right. And sure my first shit. my first reaction was, good, they can drop it off him because he doesn't need it because why the hell would he have it on in this match anyway? It's kind of the same problem he had with the United States Championship where he is kind of spending too much time on the upper card to have a mid-card belt. Like, he seems like he's always involved in these storylines with guys who are not going to be Intercontinental Champion. He's working programs with Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. When he was United States Champion, he was doing all this S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff, working six-mans against guys like John Cena. Evolution. Yeah, Yeah. Evolution. And it was always kind of like, well, I like that you have a mid-card belt because it makes it seem like a credible championship. But at the same time, you can't defend it because every week it's like, well, we— we don't need. We need you to have a, a singles match against Roman or or yes. someone. We don't need you to defend your your belt against Kevin Owens. And it's not even necessarily he can't defend it every week. It's that 
like last week we talked about he had it for the first segment and then we never saw it again and he popped up three, four more times on that show and yeah, never wore never that title belt. again. Yeah. To the point where when he came out this week, I'm like, oh, right, you're still the Intercontinental right. Champion because now there's a belt. title on your way. Like, it, yeah, it was just, that was my first reaction was good. Get yep. it off him. It's a good way to build heat for him. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And they added the stip that if Roman interfered, then he would be then Dean would be disqualified from his match on Sunday. Right. He would not be allowed to participate in the number one contenders match. Right. So Roman could not interfere. That match happens immediately, which mm. was strange. We kind of thought that they would build that towards kind of the main event. And once they put it on first, that's when I flipped and I was like, well, maybe they're not actually taking it off. Maybe this is like a... Yeah. Because it felt like if they were going to take it off, and that would be a great thing to go off air on your go-home show is, oh, Dean just lost his... IC title, how's he going to be ready for exactly for Fastlane? And then once they flipped it to the beginning, I was like, well, maybe this is more a match just for him to stick it to the authority and be like, I retain my title and then yeah. make him look strong. But uh, His opponents are Stardust. Uh-huh. IC perennial contender. Tyler Breeze. Sure. First oh, ever uh, Intercontinentals Championship shot. Yeah. There's a couple guys clawing their way up from the bottom of the barrel for this Making match. big jumps. Yeah. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Okay, that, that is more makes sensible. Sense. Yep. Yes, and Kevin Owens. Right, probably the guy who makes the most sense. The most sense, yep. right. Uh, and Kevin Owens actually ends up uh, taking the victory here. He wins the championship. He hits a pop-up powerbomb on Tyler Breeze, then pinned him to become the new champion. This was after there was a fluster of yeah, finishing. Yeah, this was a this pretty was good match. Fucking fantastic yeah, this, match. I uh, This was a lot of fun. It was a great way to kick off Raw until you saw the rest of Raw and realized it would have been a better way to end Raw. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a spot where it, Ambrose had the dirty deeds all locked up on Stardust. Yep. And then right as he was going to hit it, Ziggler gave him a zigzag at the same time, and all three guys went down together. That's how Ambrose and Stardust got taken out of the equation. Breeze threw Ziggler out of the ring, and then Owens came in for the finish. So hit the power bomb. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great finish. I really liked the finish, but the whole match was tremendous. Yep. Like. Uh, although a little bit predictable because when Tyler Breeze's music hits, we're like, what the f-? I'm like, ah, <laughs> he's, he's going to take the pin, that isn't he? taking the pin. And then, yes, he did, in fact, take the pin. Yeah. But had a lot of offense, mm-hmm. like a lot of offense in this match. Yep. He, he hit the, uh, Yeah, the, he hit his beauty shot on Owens, and you thought, oh, maybe. First, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, that did not happen. But right. I don't know what they're doing with him. He, it just seems like he's gone, he's pushed down, and then all of a sudden he's in a Intercontinental Championship match. Yeah, and making waves in it. So Right. Who knows? Uh, but Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens is way better off with this title than Dean Ambrose is. Right. Dean is going to be just fine without it. Dean has kind of elevated himself to a level where, like we were saying, doesn't make sense for him to have that title anymore. And uh, Owens rocks that title. Like He's he a prize fighter, so it really helps when he has a prize. Yeah. And they obviously are not fixing to put the WWE Championship on him yet, so... Mm. Uh, we go backstage, and uh, Renee Young is interviewing um, Dean Ambrose, who is upset that he lost his title, but is still focused on his match Sunday. Then he walks off. Then we go back to the announce desk. They start talking. Then Michael Cole interrupts JBL and goes, well, we got to go back to Renee right now. Five seconds between and, these Renee yeah, hits. And then they go back to Renee, and Kevin Owens is standing there, which is a really cool way of doing that. They've yep. never done that before. It was right. like a live news thing. Being like, oh, well, we got breaking uh, news. Go uh, back. Someone just came up to the interview. Back to Renee. to get interviewed. <laughs> Right, um, and then Kevin Owens talks about how he told us that he was going to win it again, and then Ziggler walks up and uh, says that he's beaten Owens twice in the past few weeks and is the rightful deserving one person yeah. as the number one contender. So he did not uh, 
confirm that, but that's probably... They have since confirmed that. Okay, yep. so it's going to that happen. That is a match on the wiki. Excellent. Uh, Big E, well, the New Day come out, cut a promo. Uh, they had a, a penis joke right. worked in here, which I don't remember what it was. Uh, it was Big E Langston doing something with his hands. Oh, the, the, what's a recorder? Right, yeah. It's like you've got to move your hands up and down and... Yeah. And then, yes. So juvenile. Surprised. So, so that's, immature. That's a, that's, a, that's a very sexual innuendo of a joke. We are... PG programming. I like to think of us as the classiest of wrestling watchers sure. uh, with yep. our baby duck. Mm-hmm. And yes. I'm not in the mood for a penis joke in the middle of my wrestling program. No. No, there's no need for that. But no. anyways, they, they did it here anyway. Uh, Mark Henry comes out. It's him and Big E, as we talked about earlier. Uh, Henry kicked out of a splash from Big E, the second splash. Uh, then uh, set him up for the big ending. Henry kind of like slid off the back, but mm-hmm. then clutched his stomach, and uh, Big E quickly pinned him. And he went, yeah, this is that injury we were talking about. Yep. Uh, they covered it kind of as well as you can at that point. It's better than pushing him out of the ring and letting him get countered out, I think. And at least he did those jumps so that the commentators had something to play off of. Be like, yep. oh, he's been working those ribs all match. That's that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is not match of the year candidate by any means, but maybe worst match of the year. I don't know. Biggie's <laughs> Biggie's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, Brie Bella came out. She was uh, talking for a bit until Ric Flair and Charlotte interrupted her, uh, offered the chance to forfeit her fast lane mansion match and stay at home with her husband uh, and injured sister. And then Brie says she's disappointed in the champion Charlotte's become. And then Ric Flair loses it. Yep. Oh, you don't talk about the champion my daughter's nope. become. Nope. You don't say that you're disappointed in it. No, no. Slapping his So Charlotte shoulders. is holding him back as though he's going to attack this woman yeah. who weighs about 95 pounds. Soaking wet. Um, yeah, like has to like force ring Rick from the ring. Like yeah. holds the rope. So like, what, what is he going to do? Yeah, strike her. To, he's what going would to have force happened? another kiss on this woman. You can't do that anymore, Rick. No. You got your one. <laughs> And you barely even got that because that's been wiped from the record. He's probably apparently. still going to writers and being like, well, I think that Becky Lynch thing went off great. We yeah. should probably I, do one of those. So I should go out there tonight and kiss right. Brie, right? Yeah, I've never done it to Brie before. I'm kissing Brie. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight. In and that ring. Walks out the door and the writers are like, well, <laughs> shit, we can't do that. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Rick gets kicked out of the ring uh, and then uh, they kind of brawl for a bit. Uh, Brie chases Charlotte from the ring and uh, says she's worried about what their uh, goat-faced vegan babies will become. Uh, vegan is uh, not genetic. No. So the babies may want to eat meat. But, I mean, the the goat-facedness is genetic. If the parents are eating vegan and supplying the food for the child. Is Brie vegan? Hey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. She's very skinny. Right. So it would make sense. That's true. But I don't know. I know skinny girls who eat a lot of food. That's a great it is, point. It that is doesn't impressive. mean anything at all. It is impressive to me. Right. Uh, it makes me very jealous. <laughs> she might be. I mean, if, if Daniel Bryan asked me to be a vegan, I oh, would yeah. think about it right. at least. Whereas yeah. anybody else, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. That's <laughs> yes, exactly. I would yeah. at least think about it if Daniel Bryan asked me. Uh, AJ Styles taking on The Miz. Uh, AJ, actually, this was a pretty good this match, good match as well. Yep. Uh, AJ won with the calf crusher mm-hmm. submission that is really cool. He kind of like wraps it's- his leg around and then steps through and rolls him through and then kind of like single leg Boston crab with your own leg wrapped around. Yeah, it, uh, it was actually I uh, as an uneducated indie fan. I know there's a, a move called the cattle 
mutilation. Right. Which when I first heard this move, I was like, is that just what they renamed that for the WWE? Mm. Uh, I'm looking that up okay. right now. Because I'm not sure on that either. So you can figure that out. This is why we need Scotty here. This is why this show does not function without <laughs> Scotty Molyneux, because he Molyneux knows it all. Ah! Uh, so AJ picks up the win, then Styles called out Jericho, challenging him to rematch at Fastlane. So he actually had a bit of promo time here, mm-hmm. which was okay. He still stumbled a few times, but yeah. it was all right. Keep it short with him. Uh, Jericho said he'd give him an answer on SmackDown. Okay, so we are waiting on pins and needles for that to come down. I can uh, keep my eyes open for the, the spoilers just to know. But I, I'd say it's a safe bet that that match is probably going to happen. You don't have AJ Styles come in and not work that first pay-per-view. That'd be kind of dumb. Yes. I, I think it will. Be. When we do our picks, whether they have announced anything or not, we will be picking a winner of AJ versus Chris Jericho. Yes. Uh, the cattle mutilation is actually Daniel Bryan move. Is that the one where he pulls him backwards? Double underhook. And then, like, stretches thing. him up? Thing? Yeah. Okay. Be. Sure. Sure. Hey, sure. Well, now we know. Now we mullin' know. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, Dudley boys come out to the ring. Say that they are not a nostalgia act and are finished with the tables forever. That is their heel gimmick. The tables like you are said gone. Anus. I might have. Are not a nostalgic act. I might have. Um, yeah. So that's the, that's kind of what they did on SmackDown too. They cut a pretty good promo on SmackDown, just saying that we're take a good look at these tables because you're never going to see them again. Yeah. And that's genius. That's a great way to bring them back like into about, relevance, yeah. right? That's what they like. They want to see it. And if you take that away from them, they will not like you anymore. Absolutely. Good logic. Yeah. It was, uh, and, and they're working, they go to the ring and kind of half pull out the table, put it back. It's really good. And it uh, is finally maybe getting to see Bubba in the role that he is more comfortable playing since his time with TNA. Yes, I agree. Um, I, I kind of hope that they do the same sort of thing with everything. Like once they start working matches, like I said to you yesterday, maybe they go up to the top rope for the what's up spot, and yep. then Devon just gets down and is like, nope. Nope, not doing it. Nope, not going to happen. Not doing it. You want it, then we're not going to give it to you. Yeah. Which is a great, like, smarmy, heel, dickish thing to do. Yeah, I think this will be uh, also how they win their 10th title. I totally agree. Yep. I think they're hotter now than they were when they came back, arguably, right. as far as fans are concerned. So it's good. I like this. This Me is too. a good look. Uh, Paige is back. She was injured for a while. Yeah, concussion, I think. And then was in Natalia's corner that one week. Yeah. And now she's back. She's Good. wrestling a match against Summer Rae. Okay. So this is already really weird in yes. that Summer Rae is wrestling for for us. We don't watch a lot of the other programming other than Raw. It feels like Summer Rae has not wrestled since like pre-Dolph was, Rusev angle. And even before. I bet you it's been over a year. Really? I bet you it's been over a year since she's wrestled on Good Lord. Raw. At least. Yeah. Um, but obviously has nothing to do now, so. Why not? Anyways, um, she wins this match over Paige. In what might be the shocker of the year. <laughs> like, I know this is not a big match or a high-profile match, but this was a non-distraction. Yeah. Summer Ray clean victory over Paige. Paige was setting up the PTO, and then Summer Ray rolled her up, and that that's the end of that. Yeah. It, so are they? What is the, What does this mean? I think they're the just thing. maybe just trying to catapult Summer Ray into kind of the shuffle. Like, and yeah, a win well, over Paige does that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. You, now she is one of the divas that are kind of floating around the championship scene, not actually in it. But I've always thought Summer Ray was kind of an underrated athlete. Maybe she needs to work on 
getting her uh, get, getting her work a little less sloppy, sure. but she can do things in the ring that some divas can't do. And, and you know what? I didn't think this was bad at all. No, I thought this, other was, this was a fine match. Yeah, pretty good match. Um, I was kind of kind of impressed with Summer Rae here. She did some good stuff. Mm. So hopefully really she's been busting her ass in the in the performance center or, or or training room or whatever, and they're being like, okay, she's come a long way. Let's yeah get her a win over Paige and get her in there. We'll see, I guess. We'll yes. see where that's going. She may lose her next five. <laughs> and then just drift away again. Yeah. Uh, Paul Heyman called Roman Reigns out to the ring. Uh, he said that Sunday, Reigns will have to choose between his best friend and a promise he made to his daughter. Reigns responded, saying he's beaten Ambrose before and can beat Brock Lesnar. The two shook hands, uh, but then Reigns was attacked by the Dudley boys who came out and kind of just beat the crap out of him. Yep. Uh, Ambrose then came to fight them off and put Reigns in the dirty deeds and kind of held him there and then let him go. Yeah. Just as a kind of like, like look what I can do. Could have had you. Mind yeah. game thing, which is really cool. Yeah, I thought that totally. was a really good way to do it. I think it, Dean has definitely been built as the most interesting guy of these three. Yeah. Like, you know what you're getting in the other two, and Dean Ambrose is very much the... Well, he's uh, he's, we don't usually see him in this scene. He seems to be enjoying being in this scene. He's having a lot of fun with it, doing his unstable gimmick. Um, I'm excited for this match, and it's mostly because I want to see what Dean Ambrose, how he plays in. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's something to be said about him maybe winning this match. Maybe it would be nuts. And I don't think the WWE sees him there yet. But neither do I. But if you're ever going to get him there, yeah, this is the perfect way to do it. Yeah, it's. Do you want to? Is the perfect way to get him there just to throw him into the main event of WrestleMania, or is it to get him there and then throw him into the main event of WrestleMania? True. Like I felt like if all of this had happened a little earlier, if he had hit where he's hit now, back in, I don't know, halfway through last year and they would have kind of let him roll with the ball a little bit more, then I'd be like, well, we've seen six months of him doing this main event stuff. Let's have him win the title. Whereas now it's just like, oh, he's, he's fire right now. Maybe you should put the title on him. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I have no idea what he's like on the main event for a long time. Like, can he carry Raw every week? Sure. Yeah. I hope he can. He's maybe my favorite wrestler right now. And the thing is, is that when Cena originally went, away for his time before mm-hmm. coming back and thusly getting injured immediately thereafter. Yep. Um, we talked about, okay, who do we want to fill John Cena's spot mm-hmm. on the card? And we one of the, I think, the most popular name that we talked about was Dean Ambrose. Yep. So uh, I totally get what you're saying. That, yeah. That it, if this would have happened a bit earlier, then they could have rolled, rolled with it and kind of, you know, ride the wave a little bit and yeah. see where it goes, but... I, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's as sure of a thing that Roman Reigns wins this as I did a month ago. Totally. You 100% know I mean? agree. And I don't want to come off as, like, I would, Dean Ambrose winning would be my favorite result. Sure. I agree. It is just, like, I'm looking at more of it, does the WWE think it is the best result? Yeah, and maybe that calls for some sort of a heel-ish turn maybe. in this match. I don't know. How I hope that comes that? from Roman, though. Because I think Dean Ambrose yeah. should be a baby face. Like Roman tries to cheat to win, and then Dean still wins. Because you can't have the winner be the guy who tur- turned heel, because then you have him and Triple H heel and heel at Mania. So sure. it, it you have to have whoever loses is the guy who turns heel, right. in my opinion. 
I don't know. It's it's going to be a fucking great match. I think it's going to be really good. good I have high hopes. The build for it has been actually really good. Mm -hmm. I really liked the Dean Ambrose wanting punishment aspect of it. I think that's genius. That's such a good way to write his character. And then having the rivalry between him and Roman Reigns kind of playing off like it might explode has been has been really good too. Will they? Won't they? Sort of thing. Oh, the other thing to take out of this segment is uh, if the Dudleys are working with Paul Heyman, Mm. that could also be very interesting. Yeah. And not even, even necessarily. Just as cronies. That's the thing. Not even necessarily as guys that Paul Heyman will come out with. Yeah. Just as if Paul Heyman has like three minute warning for Eric better, Bischoff. Better J and J security. Exactly. Yeah. If, if Heyman has an issue or somebody gets in his face, yeah, he snaps his fingers and the Dudley boys come out and destroy whatever's in front of him. Sure. That would be a good use of them. I think that's great use of them. Yeah. I would totally love to see that, and it's an easy connection to make with the ECW thing. So. Mm. I'm hoping that's what this is, but realistically, probably not. Is what it I just seemed think. weird for them to come out and be like, well, "We're just going to attack Roman for fucking yeah. no reason." And the announcers drew that same sort the, of thing. Same, like, is yeah. this uh, Are these guys in Heyman? cahoots? Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe that's a slow build for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Heath Slater taking on Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder did not get an entrance. Nope, nor should he. Which is unfortunate. After last week when we played his hit single, yeah. to "Leave Sapod 100." <laughs> Uh, Slater won He should come out to that music I think that would turn his whole career around Uh, Slater picks up the win with uh, Like a Impaler DDT Education style DDT uh, After Ryder was distracted by Bo Dallas Yeah these guys are kind of Not against any good opponents by any means But Uh, they are getting wins Beat Titus Titus Titus. Straight into a 60 60 day suspension And is Titus, Titus is a big dude. Is yeah. Titus a good? Is he? A, he's not a high-ranking opponent by any means. No, 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 no. But still. But yeah, you put a man out for sixty days. I mean, get, they're he, winning. He was obviously in their head. It, well, true, true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're winning. Like they're not the job squad that we kind of suspected that they would turn out to be. That yeah. just go out there and lose every week. They're doing something. It'll be interesting to see if they win anything meaningful cuz I don't they're not in a program, are they? Where does this go though? That's yeah. the thing. What what can you do with these guys? Yeah, cuz they're not like they're wrestling different people randomly every week. It's not like yeah. they're building up to anything I as mean, of yet. The tightest thing they kind of like cuz he They work him twice maybe? Yeah, and he rolled him up the last time and they kind of made it like, "Oh, this is almost an upset for Heath Slater to beat Titus O'Neil." So maybe they had something planned Maybe. there. And then Titus went and screwed it all up. But, yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know what you do. with the. Maybe Zack Ryder comes back next week and is like, I brought help this time. Mojo Rawley. Sure. And that's your intro program for those two yahoos. There's no better way to do that, in my opinion. Uh, because there's not a good way to do that. No. The, there's no good way to do no, that, in your no, opinion. No. Uh, Alberto Del Rio, Rusev, and Sheamus, who apparently is no longer injured. Yeah, this is like a speedy recovery. Uh, taking on Neville and the Lucha Dragons. Uh, Alberto Del Rio picks up the win after uh, double stomping Sin Cara, who was kind of draped in the middle rope, like halfway, like yeah. right in the middle of the rope. He was doing the Tree of Woe spot, yes. but halfway in between the two turnbuckles instead of on the turnbuckle. So Del Rio jumped off of the turnbuckle yeah. in kind of a coast to half a coast move. Yeah, and, and stomped on it. It was cool. Yeah, I, it was I liked it. It was a good finish. It's yeah, different, Innovative, right? yeah. Uh, still looks dumb because because the guy you has to hold him up there. Let go of the ropes and you would fall on the mat right. and then he would just anyways. If the wrestler is hurt enough that Logic. he can't figure out what's going on, yes, he should be hurt enough that he can't hold on to that top rope. That would make a lot of sense. But 
Um, what what are we doing with the League of Nations? What what is the what is the plan for these guys moving um, forward? They don't seem to have one. Is that is, is that what we're doing? Is that just do we just Alberto's take the last the only team one with and, a program? True, like, but he's probably going to lose. I would assume. Maybe I I, I kind of don't know anything that will happen now that Kalisto has his partner back. Like Kalisto doesn't seem as hot as he seemed when that belt flipped. Yeah. And now it's like I could actually, sadly, totally see them putting it back on Alberto, and I kind of don't care who wins that. Like mm. it doesn't seem like it's much of a thing on either of them, which is very sad coming off John Cena. True. Where it was a belt I cared about as much as the WWE Championship. Um, well, and eventually the League of Nations is going to be down a member. Yep. If these Wade reports Barrett. are true, yeah. So, so hmm. I don't know. I mean, maybe the League of Nations is not long for this world, and they can go back to being singles competitors. I hope so. I got big plans for Rusev in my head. <laughs> Me too. I, I just <laughs> fucking love Rusev so much. Yeah. They're doing this new thing. Uh, oh yes, let's <laughs> talk about this. We neither of us can do it though. I'm watching the match, and I keep hearing this fucking whistle. I'm like, this is like Super Bowl woo guy yeah. all over again. It's like someone it's in the crowd just like being ignorant, keeps doing this like. Like really yeah. loud, aggressive whistle, and I'm like, what "The fuck is going on? Yeah, and why is this match? happening?" Uh, only to find out that right at the end, I saw Rusev doing it, and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, it was. Why has Rusev been doing this whistle the whole time yeah. and uh, twirling his finger? Right, and then yeah. Del Rio did it. It's yeah, it's this like you stick finger up like a home run signal for baseball. Yeah, and they just do this." Whistle, like, like, but like a full-on tongue whistle, yeah. which neither of us can do. Like, yeah, it's like it's, I can like, yeah, like I can whistle, but I can't. It's do one the, of those like, like if you picture the streamer fireworks, like yes, the, like <laughs> so weird. But I'm on board with it for some reason. I, I thought it was I mean? it's like, so dumb and funny, and with Rusev doing it, I was just like, you know what, I you that's fine. Like in a world where it's got to be so hard for you to figure out different hand signals that people haven't always done. Yeah. I thought this was funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it just signifies, like, United Nations. Like, we're, it's, we're all one world. That's all why they're the doing world, the yeah. circular thing with their hand. Yeah. But And the whistle is a missile. <laughs> we're going to blow up the world. So weird. Uh, also, the other thing to take away from this, uh, Seamus no longer has beard braids. No, he had a big, fully formed, full-grown. Grew in the chin. Bear beard. Uh, he still had it like he still had the beard braided, but it didn't have the like beads and shit in it yes. as he's had before. Yeah. It was still like yeah. Anyways. It looked less ridiculous. It did. I looked kind of good. Actually. Look, yeah. It was a nice change. I'm so tired of Seamus that anytime he does anything different, even with his beard, I'm like, well, maybe this will freshen you up. I remember being so excited that he came back as a heel. Okay, that he's at least trying stuff and it's yeah. different. He's got a mohawk. Nope. Nope. To... nope. Respect the hawk. Just fucking nothing. Dead in the water. Uh, Becky Lynch is taking on Naomi. They show a, a cutscene of the cutscene. <laughs> That's funny. Cutscene. Video game talk. Uh, yeah. They show a backstage segment of the of uh, Becky arriving to the arena. Uh-huh. And Tamina like Tamina and Naomi like confront her. It was really like awkward. It was dumb. They didn't need what it. What are you doing here? Yeah, I, I work, work here. with you, you dumb yeah. bitch. Like, we have a match scheduled. Yeah. For later on. And then they're like, okay, we'll let you leave. And then Tamina just super kicks her anyways onto a hood of a car. Ah, that seems like bullying. Yeah, it's just very mean. Ah. We're not going to let you in here. Ha! Have fun <laughs> dressing in the parking lot. <laughs> Unity! <laughs> Unity makes stupid. Uh, Becky Lynch defeats Naomi. 
with Tamina in her corner. Yep. Lynch won with the Disarmer. It was uh, a good little uh, transition. It was, uh, it was a roll-up, right? They, she came out of the roll-up into the... Yeah. It was good. It was really good. Um, uh, got beat down by T- Tamina and Naomi after the bell, and then the two were chased chased off, quote-unquote, yeah, by Sasha Banks. this was fucking weird, too. So Sasha Banks comes out. Well, she's in no hurry, for starters. Well, she's wearing, like, eight-inch heels. Yeah. She walks to the back of the ring, so all the way around the hard cam yes. front, to the back of the ring while they're still stomping the shit out of her, and then literally stands there by the announce desk while they hit a Samoan drop yeah. on her. Watches Tamina hit another move on her. And then slides in and is like, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, you and better not come back. Yeah. Like, it was... I, like Weird. part of me, part of me, like on a higher level thing, maybe it was like, oh well, we're trying to hint that she's not really friends with Becky Lynch. But I'm pretty sure it was just they got the timing wrong. Like she came out too early, and they were like, we still got to hit the Samoan drop. Don't come in yet because the Samoan drops are a big spot we're hitting on Becky. Okay, now we hit it. Now you can come in and save her. Yeah, it looked really dumb. It did. Um, I was thinking about this earlier, and part of me wonders if maybe they had her go around the ring. So that she could actually chase them towards the ramp, maybe. But why can't she just chase them both backside and they run around? Uh, maybe, maybe they don't want the ladies going through the crowd. Maybe no. Some I even sort of just a, meant around the oh, ring. Oh, they just run around the ring. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah. I don't know. This or is, go out the outsides and she go. didn't even like look like I'm going to punch you or like do like I, I wish I'd have got yeah. you here quicker. Right? It was, it was just, just like I'm here now. You slow leave. Slow jaunt to the ring, walking yeah. around. Oh, you just hit another. I guess I better get in there now and nope. chase you away. I this is bad. Very strange. Anywho, uh, is this tag match confirmed? Yeah. Yes. That's gonna happen as well. Yeah. Uh, Big Show taking on Braun Strowman in the main event. In a match um, that. Caused him to be several minutes late for Austin's podcast. Yes. yes, very strange that they put this match on last because it was bad. Yeah, well, it was well, short. the match wasn't bad, that, but the that's whole true. segment was bad. Right. So the the match itself, actually, the way it started, I was like, "Oh, this might be pretty neat." In fact, I think my quote was, "This seems like it should be a pay per view match." I know it's not going to be good wrestling. It will be. By the way. Right. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> um, I know it's not going to be good wrestling, but there is, if you can just get the big enough guys together, there is a certain amount of spectacle to it. Yeah. It was like when Mark Henry and Ryback did Mania, and it was like, that match wasn't good. But it was, I was excited for it just because it was these two huge dudes. Yeah. Um, These guys got, like, I swear to God, like less than two minutes, I felt like. It was very short. Um, two to they, four. Th- that was the other thing that Austin mentioned was that here you have these two gigantic dudes that this first time anybody's looked Big Show in the eye, quote unquote. Yeah. And they were like locking up, like <laughs> doing yeah. like technical stuff, which is yeah. funny to do that. Right. But uh, Big Show technically wins via disqualification uh, after the rest of the Wyatt family interfere in the match. Ryback runs in. Right. <laughs> It just looks so dumb with those things on now. Like, I don't know if it's just a transition period or if that's ever going to go away. Right. But he looks really well, stupid. I never had problems with his old stuff. No, I thought it was I thought was it was cool. good. Yeah, the spray paint thing. I yeah, Shades RVD. Yeah. I was, I was down with it. it. And it, it gave him more of a power lifter look to him. Right. Because the short tights and, you know what I mean? Like, it just it seemed more logical that he would wear something like that instead of just the... Looks, looks more yeah. like Goldberg now. Way more. Why do you? Why would? You why do are that? you doing this? People think you look like him already. Why would you go even more to look like him? Right. It just seems. Maybe they're weird. setting up for a match against Goldberg. Oh God. 
Uh, Ryback runs in for the save, but was quickly laid out. Then Kane came up through the ring. That's uh, just the only way he knows how to get to the ring anymore. It's just the way that that's. I mean, what you got to go up from hell, right? If that's he's true. In hell, he's come up. Yeah, that's it's qu- quicker way. than like come, taking a taxi all the way to the entrance, right? And I mean, if you're gonna bust arena. through anything, a, a wrestling ring would be much easier to bust through than like cement. You that's would true. Assume, right? That's true. It's amazing yeah. that he can break up through it when those guys don't go crashing down through it from the top. It's very true. Uh, he and Big Show double choke slam Luke Harper and the rest of the Wyatt family were uh, kind of chased off to end the night. Yeah, so uh, this match has I'm, also been added. Yes, now. it has, and it's got to be one of the matches that I care the least about in a very long time. Yeah, like I just like on one side you're looking at three, and I especially after that podcast, I have a lot of respect for Big Show. I have a lot of respect for Kane. Um, Ryback's done some stuff. I guess, did some spot duty in the main event with CM Punk. Yeah. But for the most part, we're looking at the three guys that I am the most like, this is not what wrestling is anymore. You Two of you guys should go away, and one of you should just be a big meathead. Like, it's good to have a monster here and there. Ryback, I'm not he saying retire, good. but I just don't care about any of the three baby faces in this match at all. Yeah. And, and the heels, two of them, I don't know if they can work. And then Harper's great. It's true. Uh, I think this is like a, the most sure shot victory for the Wyatt family that Absolutely. I think I've ever seen. Um, and I'm down with that. Yeah. Maybe we get more out of Braun in this match. Maybe this is kind of his first step towards whatever the fuck they're doing more in the fun. ring. Yeah. Like maybe he's been working a lot recently in mm-hmm. backstage and at the performance center or whatever. Like maybe he's actually been putting in some hours and. Sure. This is kind of where we see something new. Maybe he has a new move or, I don't know, yeah. something to start. Because it sounds like eventually they have big plans for him. It sounds like they backed off of the Undertaker thing. Thank God. Yes. But I still think that eventually, like maybe SummerSlam, it's him and Lesnar. Sure. To go back. You know what I mean? Like I think that eventually they're going to keep him strong. You just wonder what his good, like when he comes out of the Performance Center looking really good for what he can do in the ring, what is that? Yes. Because that's not... I don't think that's even like Baron Corbin. That's something that big guys can't do. What we've what we have decided to call as a as society to call good wrestling, I don't think he can do. Not because yeah. it's not good enough, but because I don't think your body can do the things that we want to see in a wrestling ring anymore when you're that big. Exactly. So, okay, uh, studs and duds. Uh, yeah, I had a lot of trouble with this. My stud was Kevin Owens. Uh, because he came in, won the title, and that seems like the right guy for that title to be on. I wanted to take someone from that match because that was probably the best part of Raw for me. Uh, my dud is the Wyatt family angle. Not necessarily the Wyatt family. Yes. but That's also mine. The, that yeah. whole last segment was yeah. just bad. I didn't didn't like it. Shouldn't Not that I didn't want to see it. I get why you want to do it, but just why was it on last? Yeah, You could have easily flipped that and the IC and everything's good. Like, right. I don't know why the... Other than the podcast, being like, "Oh, that, that, that's Big Show, and he's got he's coming up with Stone Cold." Like, yeah, and at the same time, kind of the way it all played down, it almost would have been better to give Big Show a little more time to get ready for seven that seven foot tall, five hundred pound dude who's got to run from the ring. I know, and wherever he, the fuck this studio is backstage, and he got to the studio and he kind of just threw the microphone on and it wasn't on right, like crinkling and yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like just yeah. awful. But anyways, uh, my stud was. And I hope everyone's sitting down for this. Oh, is it going to be? The Miz. Oh, I thought, it was I thought that match Ray. was really good. Yeah. And uh, I thought he did 
most of the good stuff in that match. The Miz is such a unique thing for me in that he rarely has bad matches, but and he and he is interesting on the microphone as a heel often, mm. and I still don't want to see him ever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Maybe he's just a better heel than I think he is, but uh, Scott Molyneux sent in his. Why did I say Scott? His, Scott. his, his email says Scott, which is weird. And uh, Scott Boss. Scotty sent in his studs and duds. Uh, his studs are Kevin Owens and Charlotte for her promo. Uh, Dud was the main event. There you go. Same as us. Main hey. event segment. Uh, his match of the night went to AJ and Miz. That was and a good match. He says, match of the night went to AJ and Miz. Uh, for me, and Ryder on TV is always a plus. Except when he jobs and has no entrance. Yeah. I'm sure that that wasn't too good. Okay. Uh, let's do, uh, let's talk about NXT. Okay. Because that was good. We'll go from the, eh, not so good to really good. Yes. I do not have the music. Okay. Um... <laughs> First up, we had Baron Corbin going against uh, Johnny Gargano. Yes. And uh, Gargano actually, so Baron Corbin got the win here, as you would expect. Uh, but Gargano was booked pretty strong in this match in mm-hmm. that he got a lot of offense. And at the time he lost, he was actually had uh, Corbin literally on the run. They were running around the ring. He was chasing him, beating the hell out of him. And then they got back in the ring. Corbin turns around and hits his finisher real quick. Yeah. So it was a kind of a... Um, Corbin gets the win, but Gargano looked really good. So good yeah, for them not to sewer him. We kind of talked about this a couple of weeks ago that it seemed like they kind of had something planned with Gargano. Like yeah. they were at least giving him some like moves and like yeah. he's somewhere down the line, maybe they're gonna do something with him. So that's cool. Yeah, he's he's really good. He's really fun to watch. So yeah, I agree. Uh hype bros uh defeat Corey Hollis and John Schuyler. These I've just now clicked in are the same jobbers who are doing a lot of these jobbings in the last few weeks. Mm. But every time they appear I'm just like, "Oh, it's two more small people." <laughs> uh it's the same two small people every time apparently. Uh they got a little bit of offense in before losing to the Hype Rider. Hype Rider, which is okay. That's sure. an okay move. Um I'm worried about <laughs> this apparent push that Oh, me too. I don't think these guys Hype belong on TV at all. Nope. Uh, it's, it's going to happen, so we might as well just buckle down and prepare ourselves for it. Next up, we got a real shitty match. Alexa Bliss versus Cameron. And this was by no fault of Alexa Bliss's bad. Cameron I, fucked up no less than four <laughs> or five moves in this match. I can't. Like, I kind of forgot Cameron was a thing, first yep, off. me too. I just kind of assumed that she would just disappear and eventually get released. But they put her out there, They're and she's wearing again. this fucking horrible, like, Fake necktie thing that <laughs> yeah. just pissed me off yeah, when I did, saw it. You really didn't like that, um, yeah. And then, yeah, and, and they're she, working heel heel too here. Yeah, just, and she goes out there and just proceeds to botch every fucking move that she did outside yeah. of that knee stomp on the rope thing, which was yeah. okay. Yeah, but That's a cool one move. one out of how but many is not it good. It's just painfully bad. Like you took it upon yourself to go back down to NXT to learn the craft to get better at this. And that was a year ago. Yeah. And this is what you've done? Yeah. It's so bad. It's, like, it was really hang bad. Him up. And Get I felt done. bad for Alexa Bliss because I thought in matches prior to this, she had been looking really good in yes. some of her matches. And um, then for her to come into this, uh, and she won the match, and she seemed legitimately pissed. She seemed pretty hot at the end of this, too. Like, why did you just make me look so bad? Yeah. I hate you, sort of. And hot, it's but... always tough to tell if there if this was just a, her work in heat. Like, she was just being like... yeah. Mad because she won, like not mad because she won, but mad because she beat someone and wants to beat her up. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if she was mad because of how the match went. If she was mad because of how the match went, I do not blame her. No, and there not, was some weird all. edit 
in this match. Yeah. That she was climbing to the top rope. She went kind of off screen to go to the top rope. And then the camera cut to her and she was up on the top rope in a amount of time that is simply impossible. Half a second. Yeah. It's half a second for her, like starting to go out between the ropes, half a second, and she's on the top rope on the cut. And I'm like, did they have to edit something really bad out? Granted, she is an athletic young woman, so maybe she just maybe decided she just jumped to, up there. But. Yeah, like to not go through the ropes and did like the RVD jump up and spin. But thing. I feel like you could see her going yeah, in between know, the ropes. I know it was it was very weird. I'm glad you brought yeah. that up because that was so strange. Yeah, because all I was wondering after I was like, man, it seems like she like fell off. Yeah, and then had to climb back up, and they cut that or something. So weird. I think they have uh, big plans for her. Me too. I think she will eventually be a title holder in NXT. Yeah. And I think she will be the most successful out of those three. Like yes. I think she will be more more successful than Blake and Murphy. Yep. Uh next up we got Elias Sampson in his uh, usual Sampson squash just, against Jesse Sorensen from T and TNA. I just don't care about no, me this guy. Like I it's weird how excited we were and this is going to be Well the vignettes were really cool. Gimmick was cool and it's just I just don't care. It's not even as a drifter. Before I even saw him wrestler, as a drifter, it is not the kind of drifter I envisioned. No. I was wanting something like old Westy, like Dusty Trail. Yeah. Not this guy who looks like he's going to go play in like a beat poetry yeah. fucking theater. I didn't like this. Anyways. No. Um, and then uh, Bailey, who I have named Baylor, which good. would be a good romantic name, couple name for her and Finn Balor. Not bad. Um, defeats Carmella in a good, great Somewhere in there, yes. Divas Championship or NXT Women's Championship match. I'd say average to above average. I thought the best part about this was that uh, in Carmella's case, she was able to capture the crowd a lot more than I thought she was going yeah, to. Yeah, she got, uh, especially when she was doing those uh, dives to the outside. That seemed when the crowd seemed to be when the crowd really started yeah. getting on board with her, and uh, she played the undercard or underdog card well. Uh, and then Bailey went. How did Bailey win? Bailey win with a roll up, right? It was. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was but, a quick finish. Yeah, I was super impressed with Carmella that she was able to like. Fans were kind of in her corner for a bit during this match, yep. which is, I mean, not that big of a deal. But when you're up against Bailey, it's right. huge because Who, Bailey is the be all and end all yeah, for NXT. She's the franchise. Right now. She even maybe for men. Like, it feels sure. like she might be the face of that company Probably right now. Probably the most over right now. Yeah. Because she's on there every week, whereas Finn is here and there. Right. But, yeah, I thought I thought this was a good match. Yeah, it was no a good show. It. I thought uh, Corbin Gargano was good. I thought uh, the main event was good. Um, And kind of when you can start and stop, then you can kind of forget about some bullshit in the middle. So, mm-hmm. And then after the main event. Eva Marie came oh, out. Oh, right. Eva and, uh, Jesus, I almost called her Tamina. <laughs> Nia Jax. Nia Jax came out, and uh, they, what are they, I'm trying to remember what they did. I can't even remember. I forgot. I think they just down. got in their face, and they, oh, they came out. Bailey oh, chased yeah, them from the ring, yeah. and then Oscar came out, uh. chased those two from the ring, and then Oscar kind of looked at Bailey and did like a weird, like, Pet of the title to the belt, yeah. So they just kind of fucking tease like three different angles all at once here, which is great. Yeah, I uh, I'm super on board with Bailey versus Oscar. That I I can tell you that tremendous match. As someone who doesn't want to see Eva Marie in anything and has already seen Nia Jax versus Bailey, Mm -hmm. I hope the direction they are going is with uh, Oscar because I think that could be a show stealer. I love how they use Eva Marie though, just as oh fuck, she's coming out. She's gonna get another title shot now. 
shit. And then oh, we... fuck, she's going to win this battle royal. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. I hate her so much. They've been using her so well. I know. Where it's just <laughs> like, look over here, look over here. You don't like this person. Boom. That makes like you one. like this person yes. even more because it's not her. It could Genius. be a fucking rock and you'd cheer. Triple H, you fucking intelligent bastard. He's a good man. Um, He's a good man, that H. Yes, NXT was tremendous last week. Tremendous. This week... We're supposed to be getting the Samoa Joe match, right? Uh, Samoa yes. Samoa Joe, Sami Zayn for the number yeah. one contender because that's what William Regal decided. Right. Yeah. Which will also be a really good match. Yeah. I've been reading a bunch Tomorrow. of stuff about, uh, uh, not spoilers by any means because yeah. you can't spoil something that hasn't happened yet, but. Um, In a predetermined sport, you kind of can. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's kind of the plan is for Samoa Joe to win the title and have yeah. Finn come up. After it's, that, it's funny because I heard that, and I all, but I also heard from I've other heard sites that yeah. that uh, Samoa Joe was supposed to be up after WrestleMania, and Finn Balor was supposed to be up near the end of 2016. Yeah, the the, the thing that I read about Finn was that the, with this recent injury, they kind of mm-hmm. got scared that shit. We better call this guy up before he gets really really hurt, sort of thing, because he's like 34, I think, yeah. 35. So get some use out of him. Time's Squeeze ticking. Some matches so, out of him. Yeah, maybe they just got a little worried where they're like, hmm. Maybe let's not. Yeah. We don't need this guy as the face of NXT as much as we need this guy as a roster. Right. And I don't want it to be too soon for me saying this, but the Daniel Bryan thing, Finn worked in the Indies, maybe not the same concussion protocol, testing, blah, blah, blah. Who knows, right? Maybe. Knows? You never know. So, anyways. Um, yeah. I would be good with either of those outcomes if Samoa Joe were to be the champion or if Samoa Joe were to pop up on TV or vice versa. Yeah. That I, I'm kind of at the point now where I think that whoever doesn't win that title will be on the main roster shortly after WrestleMania. So. I agree. I agree. Okay. I think we're due for a big call-up. Yeah, somebody's has to mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, let's do our fast lane picks. Okay. Uh, first off, we're going to do the mystery match that we yes. don't know if it's actually going to be on the card, but it's going to be on the card. It damn well better be. Chris Jericho. Versus the phenomenal AJ Styles in a singles match. Nothing but pride on the line. Um, Who wants it more, Warren? I'm going to go with AJ Styles. I'm going to agree with AJ Styles. Um, Scotty sent in his picks as well. Oh, Did he pick this match? Mm. He did not. I'm going to assume that he would pick AJ Styles. And then he can tell us if we're wrong and we can change it. He's an AJ Styles fan. Yeah. So, uh, next up, Alberto Del Rio versus Kalisto for the United States title. This is a two out of three falls match, uh, and I, according to Wikipedia, is on the pre-show. Right, I saw that. Yeah. That's weird. That also is weird. on the pre-show, they're doing that New Day interview with Edge and Christian on right. the Cutting Edge Peep Show. That's actually like the most time they've had booked to not like recap and panel stuff than sure. I've maybe ever seen. Because you got to imagine that Christian. Edge thing is at least 10 minutes. Are the tag titles on the line? There's no match for them, is there? I don't think so. Which is really weird. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you? Anyways, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Cali- right. uh, Kalisto and Alberto Del Rio, best yeah. two out of three. I'm going to say Kalisto. Uh, me too, as does Scotty. Do you think we get this done in two? <laughs> or does it go to I the third match? Th- I think it'll go three. Yeah, it has to. has to. They usually do. Yep. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks versus Naomi and Tamina in a tag team match. Mm, got the hiccups. Uh, Scotty's going with Lynch and Banks. I'm going to go with Lynch and Banks. 
Because I think they're going to be hot going to Mania. Yeah, because we kind of all thought that that's the plan, was to have at least Sasha, if not also Becky, taking yeah. on Charlotte for and the I title, right? Yeah, and I think they're going to move on to Charlotte after this, which... I agree. I guess, at that point, let's talk about the next match. Brie Bella versus Charlotte for the Divas Championship. I'm taking Charlotte. Scotty has Brie Bella. It's a little frightening how likely Brie Bella is to win this match because of the Daniel Bryan stuff. Um, sorry, you're picking Charlotte, right? I am picking Charlotte. I'm also picking Charlotte. I think that there is something to be said about Daniel Bryan retiring and Brie also retiring at some point and maybe giving her one last title run or maybe mm. arguably her first title run because maybe it was I Nikki all those belt. other yeah, times. I can't remember. Um, but I just, because it's Mania and we're headed into WrestleMania, you can't have Brie Bella as your champion. No. It just doesn't. Call like they're they're doing this whole divas revolution thing, and the first WrestleMania afterwards, mm. it's gonna be Brie Bella defending her title. I don't know. It just seems weird to me. You know what the scary thing is? Mm. Is what if they have some sort of non finish, and then it's a fatal four way, and then Brie Bella wins at Mania? Jesus, Jesus, hey. I think I think I think fans would shit on that a lot. <laughs> yes, I a think they lot. would too. Yeah. Um. I'm also going Charlotte, in case I didn't say it. Yes. Uh, Ryback, Kane, Big Show versus the Wyatt family, except for Bray Wyatt, who will be on the outside. Um, I'm going to take the Wyatt family there. Um, very sad if I'm wrong. I'm also going to take the Wyatt family, um, because why wouldn't they win? Uh, Scotty didn't pick, so I'm going to make him pick Kane and Good. Ryback. Good. And Big Show. Good. Okay. Uh, I think he loves all three of those guys. So it's true. He really likes Ryback. I know. Like is a very big Ryback mark. And he's usually going on about how many more years Kane and Big Show have left in the tank. Mm-hmm. Is I think just the, hitting their stride. The biggest regret in Scotty's life is the day he handed away the toque that he caught that Ryback threw at that Red Deer. I show. know. I know. He doesn't eat him up inside. And, and he doesn't I wish say I could... anything on the podcast, no. which I can respect. Sure. Because we're trying to keep the mood light, but. And I've tried to get him like an autograph, but it won't be the same. No, right? you, no. you can get him an autograph too, right. but it's not the two key he didn't wore. Catch it, and he didn't right? give it to you. Yeah, the, the visual aspect, and he's still rattled over yeah. that one. He's in a dark place, um, and uh, you guys should all send him messages on Twitter to help him pull through that. Yeah. If, maybe you agree with him that Ryback is good and will win this match. Right. You if you do agree with him, him, you should tweet him. Yes. If you don't agree with him, then don't bother because no. he's just not in the place to deal with that. No, he can't. He just can't. Uh, uh, next up we have Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens for the Intercontinental Championship. This will probably be a really good match. It is a match we've seen many a time. I agree. Uh, both me and Scott are going Owens. I am also going Owens. Okay. I think it would be pretty fucking dumb to have him drop that title after six days. Well, you just put it on Ziggler then if you wanted Ziggler to have it. I guess, but that, um, that title's been passed around more in the last year than... Cheapoor. Yes. Uh, Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, triple threat match. Oh, Winner did. going to WrestleMania to face Hunter Hearst Helmsley for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, Scotty did pick AJ. I just saw that now. So I know that he would be at home listening to this freaking out. <laughs> yes, Scotty, I'm aware that you picked AJ. Um, He has Roman Reigns winning this match. Okay, I think I'm going to take Roman, too, because I think as much as I look at how great uh, some of these other options would be, 
I think Roman Reigns is the pick they're going to stick with. They've been doing. I think so. They've been doing Hunter and, and Roman Reigns for a long time. I think this has been in the works for a very long time, yes. and I don't think they're going to swerve on it now. Uh, you and I have been identical the whole way. Scotty picked something weird. Oh, Brie Bella. Right. Also, Kane Ryback and Big Show, but that we did that for him. Uh, so I'm going to pick Dean Ambrose. Okay. Not necessarily as I'm convinced that it's right. going to happen. But if you're gonna, if you you pick a watch sometimes when you want to shake things sure. up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I I and it's not even that I really want that more than Roman Reigns. Nope. I think Roman Reigns makes a lot more sense because Triple H took the belt off him and, with the help of Vince, screwed him out of that title belt. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense for him to go there, but I don't know. I think that there's just something about Dean Ambrose right now where I just wonder whether now they just pull the trigger on him. Somehow. Yep. And maybe this is the same situation as what you said with the ladies. Maybe we get some sort of a fucky finish here. where And this ends up being a couple guys yeah, going to face Hunter? Where Brock gets taken out by Wyatt somehow, and then these two like double count out. Or yeah. You have a lot of time to do stuff to that WrestleMania card even after this pay-per-view. There's a long break yeah. in between that and Mania. It's true. Okay, good, good. It's good. It is a squid. It is a squid. Okay, uh, we got a couple emails here that we can get to. Uh, first one is from our boy Han Solo. Han. Uh, howdy, Sapod guys. Has Dolph Ziggler lost his place in the company, and do you still care about him, or has he died off being someone we want a push for? Seems like a lot of other podcasts have lost interest in Ziggler. Personally, I think he still puts on good matches. Scotty and Brando even agree his matches with Owens have been amazing. Thanks, Heel Han Solo. It's Heel Han Solo. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I mean, he's in an Intercontinental Championship match on yeah, the pay per view. Right. I don't. Uh, he is. Just, he's become such a utility player for them, where it's he doesn't get good angles, uh, and he doesn't get good stories, but he gets to have good matches. And the WWE seems to have gone in a direction where they're willing to be like, we're not putting any booking into this match. We're just going to put two wrestlers who know how to wrestle together because we know there is a significant slice of the audience that that's all they care about. We don't need to write them a good feud. We just let them have matches against each other, and it'll be great. And I think Dolph Ziggler is very much one of those guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think Warren, probably you more so than anyone, but me to an extent, always wanted Ziggler to be top of the card kind of guy. We thought he had all the pieces. All the tools. I don't think he's ever going to get there now. No. Enough time has passed, but I think he, it would suck to lose Dolph Ziggler. He fills your mid card oh, out totally. nicely. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've, we've talked about this in the past too is that if you're that good at bumping and mm-hmm. making moves look good, you become the go to guy to get other guys over. Right. And that's kind of where he's found himself. And while there may not be a lot of glory in that position, yeah. I think it's something to, really be proud of yeah. that you are the guy that is able to get a guy like Kevin Owens over because you bump like a fucking maniac on yep. his power bomb uh, but can still do some offense too you're not just a flat out jobber nope you can throw a mean super kick and you can talk on the mic if it, they ever do right? want to give you a program you can you fans can like yourself. you yep. you're over right yep. so I think I don't know if he has uh, how did he word it here uh, he hasn't lost his place mm-hmm. I think he has more accepted his place. Yeah, which is maybe not where he wanted it to be right. at one point in that his career. This is the peak. Yeah. He, he is peaking now. Yeah. He is never going to get higher than this, and I think he's okay with that. And, and I, I think would, the WWE has, has 
Because they even used to still kind of tease little things with him where, right. oh, maybe he'll win the Rumble. They didn't. They, they haven't done that in a while. Right? Yeah. I think they they have uh, just come to the realization that he is best off doing what he does right now. And he is a big underdog card that they like to play in certain situations. Like he is the guy who they have pinning. He was the last guy standing in the Survivor Series, and he's the guy who. Uh, if they were going to put him in a spot where it's like, oh, we really want them to hate the authority, they'll have him screw over Dolph Ziggler, right? Like, they yeah. know that he has that babyface support and that go-get-him support. Uh, I would say that Dolph Ziggler will leave the WWE on his own volition before the WWE would ever find I him agree. expendable. I agree. He seems like a guy who's got a lot of stuff on other burners, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, next email is from Nova Punk. Hey, Satpod, who would you like to see AJ Styles work at WrestleMania? On a scale from 1 to 10, how fucked over did Titus get? <laughs> Hashtag free Titus. Thanks, guys. Love Satpod 100. Nova Punk. Uh, um, six? Yeah. I'll, I was going to say six or seven because I'll say definitely on the north side of five. Because it's too harsh. Yeah. But at the same he time, every, himself. everything we've heard has been they know not to yes. do this. Yeah. <laughs> this was something that they go in knowing that if even though it sounds stupid... If you do this, we're going to come down hard on you. So, mm-hmm. uh, Who do you want to see AJ Styles work WrestleMania? Uh, Kevin Owens would be my favorite, I think. Yeah, that's definitely up there for me, too. I think the only thing that would deter me from wanting that yeah. is that if this whole supposed John Cena rumor that he's going to be back and healthy and taking on, WrestleMania, at, uh, taking on Undertaker at WrestleMania, if that falls through, I really want Kevin Owens to go with Undertaker. I yeah. think that would be a fucking great match and a great build. Right. I think it's perfect for the build. You'd have to get the IC strap off him, I guess, which would... Unless that's what Taker retires with. <laughs> Maybe. Intercontinental champion. Wants that First white time belt. ever. I'm all black, but I need the white strap, baby. Um, Might not be his first time. Has he ever won the IC? I don't think he has, but... Probably not. He probably... In the Attitude Era, when everything was kind of just shifting around every week by week, he might have picked it up. Um. Okay, so who was, who's your who's your AJ then? And that's the problem is that I'm not totally sure on who I want to like. Yeah, because we're talking about good wrestling match. I think you could get a pretty good match out of Neville, him and Neville. Sure, but the build wouldn't yeah. be great. Do you go with the Miz? <laughs> I hope not. I mean, I'd rather see you do Chris Jericho another month than do the Miz. Yeah, like if the, if if this is not the end, but I think this is the end for. This feud, they've mm. kind of built it up to be like, you got to win, I got to win. This is the the rubber match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think Kevin Owens would be my favorite, but you're right. Kevin Owens Undertaker would be really cool. Mm. Yes, I, I want that. If it's not Cena, we've yeah. said this since like SummerSlam that we wanted Cena. Yeah. If it's not Cena, then I think it should be Kevin Owens. Because who else is there? That's it. I think Kevin Owens and John Cena are kind of your. Your list one and two. Rusev. Sure. That'd be a weird, weird build. That would be a weird build. A fucking weird build. Uh Undertaker has not ever won the Intercontinental Championship. However, uh-huh. he was in an Intercontinental Championship match versus Goldust at In Your House Beware of Dog. Well, how in the mighty piss did he not come away with that belt? <laughs> Great question. He must have got screwed over. Yeah, or got um, himself DQ'd. He's won the WWE Championship four times, mm-hmm. the World Heavyweight Championship one time, mm-hmm. and the World Tag Team Championship six times, mm-hmm. and the Hardcore Championship one time. Mm-hmm. I remember the Hardcore one really well. He beat Rob Van Dam at Vengeance 2001. There you go. 
And then uh, Maven beat him. Uh, maybe. I think you're right. I think, I think yeah, I think that's kind of where that was all going down. Anyhow. The whole Maven thing. Great theme. Great theme yeah. on Maven. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the emails. You can uh, send us one for next week, satpod102. Um, you can send it to satpod316 at yahoo.com is where you can uh, direct those emails. We've got a lot of spam in the past week. Good. I was going starting through, to find us, eh? It was like the... We have this one guy who emails us about indie dates that are going on in the States. And even though I've marked it as spam, somehow every week he gets through. Every week I mark it as spam, and it still gets through. I don't know how he's he does just pulling, it. He's getting a new email address every week. Yeah. Nate Steen, stop it. That's enough. <laughs> um, but anyways, they make me laugh. But this week we had a whole bunch of, like, this radio station wants to interview you. I'm like, no. We should no. see if that's real. Why? Why would you want to interview a podcast? Maybe we're like secretly way bigger than we think we Maybe. are. Maybe like they were oh, being played in like concert Howard halls. Stern is picking us up during the breaks, and <laughs> he's a big wrestling fan. Yeah, he had Goldust on one time. I'd recommend that. As Goldust? It, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, because it was right when Goldust started his stutter gimmick. Oh, and they were like making fun of him. Oh yeah, they? yeah. Oh yeah, and he would you could tell was pissed, but yeah. never broke, which yeah. was great. He stuck with it in character the whole time. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was good. God bless him. They told a story about how gold dust is the reason that they, at the time, were no longer allowed to drink on the airplanes in between shows. Oh, really? Because apparently gold dust got really drunk one time. <laughs> and I think did some, I don't, I don't remember. Something to someone's dog? Look it up. <laughs> look it up. Gold dust, Howard Stern. It's actually a pretty funny interview. Uh, okay. That's it for us. Uh, we'll be back next week in this studio, which I confirmed. Okay. Um, two weeks from now, we're going to have a bit of a change of setting. Okay. Still haven't figured out where, where that's going to be. It's going to be in this building somehow. Yeah. So the quality will not drop off if you're worried about that. We're just not sure if we can all be in the same room so doing a be, podcast might, at once. might be some... Well, because this room right here... We, still, we can stick Scotty in a different room. And that's the thing. I think that's that's the way to go. But that... <laughs> stick Scotty, yeah, totally. Unfortunately, there's only three microphones everywhere else. So if we ever have Boris back in, he's going to be sharing with somebody, or we just never, ever invite Boris back. All right. That's both, our options. Both not the best <laughs> options, but uh, he can share with Scotty. They're really good friends. They are. They do a podcast together, mm-hmm. the SatPod IndieCast, which yeah. you can find at satpod.podbean.com and on uh, the iTunes as well. And it all goes to the, same, to the same place as I scramble to look up what the – Pay-per-view theme for Fastlane 2016 is. Oh, it is one? Watch This by Will Roosh. What? It's not CFO money sign? No, which is a goddamn shame, but that's okay. God, hopefully they're some, still getting work. Listen to some Will Roosh right. on the way out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at SatPod. Myself, at the Diesel Barris. Scotty is at ScottBox64. I'm Brando1990. Uh, at Talk Reckless Pod. You guys got a new one out this week? We do. Okay. I was uh, late for it. But I was there for it. That's all right. That's all right. It's weird that Matt Eads doesn't wait for people when they're going to be late. There's some some mad spoilers about Game of Thrones that Matt Eads, unlike you, went and edited out. (laughs) And then we had the whole talk about our Star Wars spoilers. I just don't give no fucks. No, I know. It doesn't seem no one one sent us a message, did they? Not yeah. a single one. Oh, there you go. Hey, if you were mad about, well, I mean, if you're probably if you're mad about last week, you're probably not listening this week. So that's true. I was gonna say email. Apologies, in, but... fall on deaf ears. <laughs> okay, um, we'll be back next week on Tuesday. Um, 
you have a Scotty-ism? Uh, no. Until next time, keep okay. your top button undone. Booty! I be in my zone. I got this, I'ma do it all alone. I don't need your help, I do it on my own. I got this, cause I be in my zone. Somebody watch this, I got this. Man, everybody watch this, I got this. Man, somebody watch this, I got this. Man, everybody watch this, cause I be in my zone. Free well, feel well, can you feel me, dog? I be in my zone, I got this, I'ma do it all I don't need your help, I do it on my own I got this, cause I be in my zone Somebody watch this, I got this Man, everybody watch this, I got this Man, somebody watch this, I got this Man, everybody watch this, cause I be in my zone Kill the party, I know, let's go The king, the master of flow, let's go I'm flashy, dancing, little bro Flashy dance a little bro I'm swagging on a little show